Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. The Rich Eisen Show. There's no tanking in the National Football League. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The Arizona Cardinals have released Colt McCoy. When it's all said and done, you see the sunshine of Caleb Williams. If I'm Kyler Murray, I'm sitting there thinking, what is this all about? Earlier on the show, Eagles linebacker Hassan Reddick. Coming up, Little League World Series champions El Segundo Little League. Raiders defensive end Max Crosby. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air, live on the Roku channel, and we are live on the radio as well. Terrestrial, Sirius, XM, and Odyssey. We are thrilled to have you here with us live today because we are here in El Segundo, California, as we have been since we were born back in 2014, which means we almost were eligible to play for the West team (laughs) that represented El Segundo in the Little League World Series. The California team from right here in El Segundo, California, just won the championship. And what do you do when you win the championship? You show up right here on the Rich Eisen Show behind DJ Mikey D and... Chris Brockman, we have the lion's share of the champions of the Little League World Series. And here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Chris, you have the microphone? I right. have it. Because we're, we're just making this up. We are. And yeah. before we get to the two gentlemen that are sitting to my right, uh, I want you to hand it over your right shoulder. I want you guys to introduce who you are and your favorite baseball player. Oh, Can you do great. that? Okay, go ahead and start. I'm Kuro Connor. My favorite player is Shoei Otani. I'm Finley Green, and my favorite player is Freddie Freeman. My name is Declan McRoberts, and my favorite player is Lars Newbar. Lars Newbar! Yeah. All, right. All right. Let's get another one. My name is Jackson Kalish, and my favorite player is Lars Newbar. That's two. Two for Newbar! <laughs> wow. By the way, that's a great fantasy team name. Write that down. Two for Newbar. Sorry, sir. Go ahead. My name is Lennon Salazar, and my favorite player is Buster Posey. Oh, Buster yeah. Posey. Nice old wow. school. I my like name it. My Ollie Parks, and my favorite player is Julio Rodriguez. There you go. Yeah. My name is Max Baker, and my favorite player is Cedric Mullins. Okay, I like it. My name is Coley Lee, and my favorite player is Mike Trout. Okay. My name is Quinn Boley, and my favorite baseball player is Ellie De La Cruz. Yeah. Who, who, uh, do, hold on a second. Before you go, who did you? What, what? What's your name again? Quinn Boley. Quinn Boley. Do me a favor. Step a little bit to your left because Mike Del Tufo's got a big head. And there we go. <laughs> All right. Very my good. Name's Lucas Colworth, and my favorite player is Adley Rutschman. I like well it. Well done. Well done, boys. And now to my right, well go done, ahead boys. and introduce yourself. Uh, my name's Brody Brooks, and my favorite player is Ken Griffey Jr. Okay. Old school. 
Do you want to just do you want to do the same thing, Coach? Go for it. Uh, my my name is Danny Bowley. I'm the manager of this beautiful, wonderful World Champ team, and uh, my favorite player is George Brett. George Brett. By the way, congratulations right Love here. Um, now, why don't you tell me who's missing here and why today? Go for it. So yeah, so Lewis is uh, Lewis Lappy's missing. Um, he was the one that hit the walk-off homer yes. uh, to get there to get to win the world championships, and he just fell asleep. He's a little tired from the East Coast. <laughs> My man. <laughs> so, hey man. The, I guess we, we found out what can take him down is jet lag. That's about it. Yeah, pretty much right yeah, now. Yeah, no, he's a beast, and uh, yeah, jet lag will take him down. Okay, so Brody, uh, you said Ken Griffey Jr. is your favorite player. Why, why is that? Oh, I always liked uh, his swing, uh, like when I see it on videos and when I play with him on MLB The Show, I'm all, I always do well with him. Okay, now the two for Newt Bar. Give the, who's got the microphones? Hand it back. What's with, the new, what's with the Newt Bar? What do you um, got? I chose him because he's from El Segundo. Yes. I don't know. I just admire the way he plays. Okay. And the same thing for you? Uh, I chose him because he's dating my older sister and he's a good player. <laughs> <laughs> Just so that you're aware. Incredible. By the way, just so you're aware, in uh, someone in my position normally only asks questions I know the answer to because other than that, you know, I don't know what answer I'm going to get. That was a great answer. So, uh, you know, what's Lars like? I mean, what do we got? Uh, he's super cool, super down to earth. Hey, oh. He's very nice. Okay. Well, I'm so excited for you guys to be here on this show today. And you're going to the Dodger game tonight? Yeah, we got the Dodgers tonight. Uh, Pre-game, or get there early, meet the players. Uh, kids will maybe throw the ball around a little bit, but uh, Dodgers, USC, Angels, Lakers. Hey, we're, we're in the city of champions, so the champs need to be with the champs. That's fantastic. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Um, Danny, walk me through. How long have you been doing this at so this, Little League? So you? three years. Little League starts at ten, and there's a there's a tournament for the tens. The I 11th. mean, you personally. Oh. <laughs> You probably 12, 15 years. Okay. Yeah. And why'd you get involved? Why'd you start doing this? I love kids. I love development. I love. Uh, I'm a passionate guy. I'm an old school John Wooden type of coach. I mm -hmm. love the um, just go play, and you have to play the games anyways. And so, you know, understand that, and understand family app type atmosphere, especially in a, in a team sport mm -hmm. commitment, and then understand that we is better than I in any sport. Brody, when did you know you were on maybe a team that was really special? When did you know that? Uh, from the beginning, like especially uh, like our first year, uh, we had a very special team from the start. And then this year, when Lewis just joined after playing like travel ball, because he didn't. A lot of people come back for their twelve-year-old year. That's what he did, and he was a really great player. So that just like topped it all off, and that's how we got there. You're referring to Lewis Lappy. Yes. Who's asleep right now? Yeah. <laughs> okay, but you're wide awake, man. Right? I'm still tired. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anybody else feeling like awake or up for it or what? Anybody else over there? Who else? Just grab the microphone. Who else has got jet lag? You can raise your hand if you're jet lagged. No? Nobody? Okay. Well, some of these kids are, are, are trying to focus. I mean, have you? Have you? Uh, okay. What do you got over there? Somebody? My man says he's not tired. Who's Go that? Ahead, take, Who's not take, tired? Take, take the mic. Who's not tired? Me. Okay. <laughs> Why are you not tired? Shouldn't this be? I don't know. I'm just energized. I don't. What does this feel like to you right now? Um, it's really cool because you got to play with all your friends and win a championship that nobody gets to do. 
like a lot of there's over probably forty thousand teams mm-hmm. around that number that didn't get to make it to the Little League World Series, and we're number one in the whole world to win. So I'm just pretty energized from two days ago. Danny, right? That's your name. Uh, What's your name? Quinn. Quinn. Okay, very good. Oh, and that you're Danny's son. Yes. That's your son. I think so. Okay. <laughs> What's it like yes. to be coaching your son, man? No, there's, there's nothing better. For the Little League World Series. Yeah, there's there's nothing better. Um, they're all my sons. You know, I treat them like everyone the same. Uh, but in my opinion, Little League does a great job, and it's almost the last time you actually get to coach your son because as they progress in the future of high school and stuff, there's other coaches for that, so you're not part of that world. So you hope to give them the values and the ethics and the um, skills um, that'll lead them on to whatever their future holds for them. What was the toughest team you faced this year? Guys, I'll leave that up to you. Sherman Oaks. Sherman Oaks. Sherman Oaks. Sherman Oaks. In, in uh, sectionals. Uh, sorry, state. Well, my, my son played at Sherman Oaks Little League this year, and um, a lot of the families knew that you guys were coming on and wanted me to ask that question of you, thinking that that was the answer. So to, for you guys to hear for to hear that, there was a pretty damn good team here, too, that you guys were, were playing against. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely, man. California's tough to get out of. We play baseball 24-7. Some, mm-hmm. some cities, states on the East Coast, they only have, what, four or five months, three months yeah. to get their league in and because uh, of the weather. But, um, yeah, Sherman Oaks, uh, for three years, uh, they had, we'd won, beat them in state. They won state, and then we beat them again this year to get to regions in state. So. They've been our toughest uh, competition out of California, without a doubt. It's pretty amazing. So, um, okay, Um, raise your hand if you want to answer this question. And you can do it too, by the way, Brody. What was it like running on the field after Lewis hit that home run? There's a couple. You can can start. You got the microphone in your hand and pass it along, please. Go Um, ahead. It was like, it was just amazing because we knew that we were the best in the world now because – once you see that home run, I'd say it's all because of Max because he gave him the chance, and it would have been more exciting, or it would have been less exciting if he didn't. Okay. So it was really, really cool. Really cool, though. All right, pass that microphone along, please. Go ahead. Go for it. What's um, your name again? Just say your Colby. name first. Colby. Okay, go for it, Colby. Um, it was pretty cool because I think we all knew as soon as he hit it, it was gone, and that's kind of a crazy feeling, thinking that you're the best team in the world. And there's a lot of people in the world, so that's, that's pretty cool. And, yeah, as soon as at the bat, we all started jumping. We all ran out to celebrate with him. Go ahead, pass it along. Go for it. Uh, it was pretty magical because, like. And you're the Max that made this happen, help, you know, set the table, right? Go ahead, Max. You can toot your own horn. Go Absolutely. for it. Absolutely. It's all right. All right. So, basically. <laughs> uh, I gave up the game tying grand slam, and then that led to Lewis hitting the walk off homer. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but, but it was pretty but, magical. But it's just, I, I think that, you know, I know we're having a little bit of fun with this, but it's pretty cool to watch your teammates pick you up because I'm sure you picked them up throughout the year, Max. This is not, this is not what you should be quote unquote known for. You know what I mean? So would you agree with that at least? Yeah. Okay. So then what was it like when you were out there on the field there? Max. Uh, it was pretty magical, and I was pretty relieved because Lewis saved me. Hmm. And then, I mean, running on the field knowing that we just won the Little League World Series, is, it was just crazy. 
Okay. I, yeah. Pass that along then. Keep going. I mean, <clears throat> when it first happened, I, I was shocked. I It was crazy. I, I can't believe we were the World Series champs out of everybody in the U.S. and the world. It was it was crazy. I just couldn't believe it at the moment. And Lewis has always been a clutch hitter, so I'm really glad he finally barreled the ball up against Jay because we had kind of uh, – argument with him who's going to win that game so yeah it was really big go ahead keep going um it was really it felt really amazing and like exciting because this is like a dream come true for me as we ran out on the field and we watched lewis run around the bases and it was just like really really cool and fun all right this is pretty cool uh it was like really really cool because i was on deck and once he hit the ball, I ran out of the dugout and chucked my helmet on, like, onto the ground. <laughs> but you had visions of doing that yourself, though, right? I mean, he took away your yeah, ability yeah. to walk it off, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Okay. But it was you got to cool love that, that attitude, right? Unreal. They all have the attitude. <laughs> I love it. It was really cool that Lewis got to experience that. Who's taller, you or Lewis? Lewis by an inch. Ah. So that means you're six foot flat? Yeah. Jeez. What's going on? What are you eating in El Segundo? My gosh. Um, when he hit it, I was like, kind of in shock i mean i i, I kind of knew we were going to walk it off but like i, I was still in, in shock when he hit it and it it plus because he also hit it off of jay and we it's kind of in a rivalry rivalry between them two mm-hmm. and yeah i love it uh, yeah it was funny because me and crew were in the bullpen and i was warming up and uh when he hit it we were just like ran onto the field, and I actually slipped on the concrete. Oh, like, <laughs> are you good? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, we were in the bullpen. I was catching, and uh, I caught a pitch, and then I was like, "Hold on, fam, wait." So we uh, waited, and we watched watched it happen. And I immediately threw my glove, my helmet, and we sprinted on the field. I jumped over the fence in the outfield and ran all the way there, and I kind of missed everything, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not missing this, yeah. right? Did you want to say something? You didn't say it. Okay. All right. Very good. Just want to make sure. What about you? Go for it, I had it, a kind of interesting story because I just got back, like, after getting the three outs pitching, I went to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. The next pitch, I almost missed Lewis's homer. So it was, I was glad that I didn't miss it, but I was also <laughs> wow. upset that it, if I did, I would have. So just, good. I'll say it. So you were number one before becoming number one is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Very good. What about from your perspective? Yeah, I, I wouldn't have pitched to him. I, I thought I actually told Lewis before he went up, hey, just be prepared. They might walk you, right? Yeah. Um, be prepared for that. But if they don't, don't go chasing pitches. But he's smart, and he knows what he's doing up there. So when I saw the first pitch, a curveball the outside, um, I had a mic on me, mm-hmm. and Carl Ravitch and I and, yeah. and Jess and, and uh, Todd, uh, they hear everything I say. So I reached it, and I said, hey, Carl, I hope this kid doesn't miss because if he does, it's going out. And lo and behold, uh, he threw it right down the middle, and he, it was gone. It, it was, was hammered. It was grooved right down yeah. the middle, and he didn't miss it. Yeah. What's Amazing. what? I mean, again, I know he's not here. He's he's showing he's human by sleeping right, right. now. What's it like uh, managing him? And again, I know that you got a whole bunch of special kids right here because it's not it's a team game. That's the beautiful thing about baseball. Right. So it, each and every one of these kids have done something, whether it wasn't in the consecutive games, but in the games that meant something. Yes. So um, we had. Two of the top, our, our number one and our number two in the batting order being Brody and Lewis, mm-hmm. were as good as any top two that's ever played Little League World Series, ever, ever. They made history. They made a lot of um, um, 
historic moments for Little League World Series. Uh, both of their bats are phenomenal. And when you get to the top of our order, I always say, good luck. This is, this is where it happens. So I had all the confidence in the world. We'd been there before. Him and Brody went back-to-back homers against Great Lakes earlier in the week. Um, and they're both incredible hitters. And, you know, all these guys have played. I mean, Max Baker didn't strike out all summer. Not one game. And that's a huge feat. Lucas Keldart didn't let one pass ball. They kept talking about it like, God, oh, this team is just doesn't make mistakes and then makes the big play happen. So mm-hmm. Lewis is Lewis is gonna be Lewis and uh, Brody will be Brody and the rest of these guys will fill in and, and support and but they're all incredible athletes and incredible human beings. What does that make you feel like, Brody, when you hear your coach say that, your manager say that? Uh, it's definitely exciting that like he puts you up with uh, a player like Lewis. Mm-hmm. What do you do for a living normally, if you don't mind me asking? Because, again, th- uh, this is important, I think, because you, you know, you're doing this. Yeah. You're managing. You're taking time out of your life. You're taking time out of what you – what. And, and, by the way, not just you, anybody who does this and gives their time to kids. What do you what do? You do? Yeah, so um, I do estate planning, life insurance business with my brother-in-law, Kevin mm-hmm. Martin, um, and I'm able to do my job. Uh, from the phone. Mm-hmm. We don't have to go out and sure. run in the offices anymore. We do stuff from the house and we're able to work from the house. So, um, and I'm able to take off a little bit of time here and there. It's, it's, it could be lucrative at times. So um, that's what I do. And owned a restaurant here in Manhattan Beach for 20 years called Fonza Steak and Seafood back in the day. Let's and get it out there. Let's there get you a go. Pop in Not there. there anymore, but. Okay. Uh, all right. Had, that's, had we met everybody and all the pros and all the videos that came in from LeBron to Trout to. Uh, George, Brett, uh, Kevin Euclid, and, and Mike Ruzioni, and David Wright, and I mean, the list goes on and on. How cool! And is it was that? just super special. And you know, that's the type of kids that these they deserve all those videos from those kids and understand that each one of their messages. All three of them said, "Have fun, be a good teammate, and do what only you can do. Don't try to be anybody else." And that's basically the the core, I imagine, of Absolutely. what makes a successful family unit and team. Got to right? play as a family. Yeah. So there's a uh, parade? What, are you going to have a parade or what? Yeah, what September doing? 10th. I mean, I can't believe it can be any better than what we did yesterday. Yesterday, was a pre- for me, it was a presidential type of feeling, like police escorting you, the, the, the black the SUVs, the black cars tinted out and mm-hmm. driving down, and everyone's just praising you. And I'm not so sure we got a photo these kids it. understand it, but, man, that was super emotional for, for me to watch and what these, <laughs> what these people were so doing. Awesome. It was nuts. It was crazy. And uh, so they don't, maybe in 10 years they'll understand how big this was. But right now, I think they just want to get some sleep, play Fortnite, <laughs> not, not go to school. They don't want to go to school for two weeks. Well, when does they school? have to. Yeah, shouldn't, isn't school underway? Or is school underway? Started last Brody? week, right? Yeah. We last Wednesday. Today? We're out of school today. We're out of school? Nice. One more day, and then who's, who's going to school tomorrow? Anybody? Everybody? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ever. Everybody should raise their hand. Just to make sure. Okay, very good. School's out for summer. Rich, you know, right now, track and field star Noah Lyles has been questioning why the NBA champions are referred to as world champions because he says they don't play the world. You guys don't have that problem. You guys literally are the best yeah. in the world. Congratulations to you. That. Congratulations to you. Uh, I have one last question. Um, and then I'm, I'm, I'm up for if you have questions for any of us. If not, that's all good. Uh, Max, can you put the give give the uh, microphone to Max? I need to know this because I'm focused on this sort of stuff. Because just look at me. When was the last time you got your hair cut, Max? 
When was the last time? Um, it's probably like towards the middle of last school year. Okay. <laughs> so it's um, been 2022 is the last time you cut your hair? Is what you're saying? Yeah. Would you mind just take, taking the lid off? Let me just see the whole thing. Let me see the whole thing. Oh, my gosh. That is. Don't ever cut it. That's yeah, his seriously, power right there. That is. That is what did you, you say? It looks like an uh, like ice cream. <laughs> like an ice cream cone. Like an ice cream cone? Okay. I'll tell you a funny story, Rich. Please. So so I have these kids for a month and a half. And the parents aren't allowed in the barracks and aren't allowed in San Bernardino. And, I mean, they're allowed, but they're not. They're supposed to be with the coaches only. Sure. Besides the sickness that we had, which made this thing even more special, that some of the kids were out and missed games in, in, in uh, the World Series. But um, I'd never have seen a kid in the morning before a game take a shower and have to blow dry his hair so that it flops up <laughs> in my life. I, I, he has a hair dryer in the bedroom in a mirror, and I'm thinking to myself, okay. oh, um, my, we're all leaving the batting cages, and he's still teasing it up. Uh, <laughs> so he's he's good at it, and uh, he, he he's good for the camera, and man, was was that special. Well, I mean, but you got, as a as the manager, you got to let him go. Oh, well, like let him go. I mean, that's that let could be go. your strength, right, Max? That's yeah. your strength, isn't it? Yeah. That's a damn, yeah. damn straight it is. Yeah. Okay, you keep going. Like, look, Chris, tell him. Like, look at us, right? Look, here's the deal, boys. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's their champ. Don't rain on their oh, championship parade. Did you just say hold him down and cut his hair? Is that what you said? Yeah, I mean, come well, on. Like, why are you Rosen, jealous of fun oh, with him? Why are you gosh. jealous? Look at that man's hair. I'm not jealous. I told him not, never cut it. Uh-uh. When I was 16, I shaved my head for basketball season, and it never grew back. <laughs> yeah. So don't do it. Keep Keep that hair dryer ready. Keep it as long uh, as you can. Guys, I haven't had a so haircut since nineteen ninety. That's impressive. So, you know. so uh, the Dodger game tonight. Yes, sir. And then is then then uh, back to school or what? What then else go we back got? Back to school and, and I'll go back to work and probably still do a couple more radio shows or talks if everyone people want to talk. But SC on Saturday. Um, the Angels oh. on the 5th of September. Oh, fantastic. If Disneyland wants to invite us, I'm sure we can do that too. Yeah. <laughs> Magic Mountain, whatever let's, these kids want. Let's go. They deserve right. it all. Let's well, let's go. Yeah, so then you, can, you get to see meet Otani then. Is that possible? Like, right, yeah. Is that, Trout and Otani, hopefully. Trout and Otani. Yeah. And the rest of the Angels. Don't that may, of course, understood. Understood. Well, congratulations awesome. to all uh, of you and the parents as well. I'm sure this is so yeah, significant for, for you as well. What a dream to go to Williamsport and watch your kids. Obviously, winning is the, the ultimate, but just watching them uh, represent El Segundo in California and the manner in which they did and which you guys did. Congratulations. And you should really be proud. You yeah, really appreciate should. you, Rich. Thank you. Oh, come on. This is we're all we're all one big happy El Segundo family. Right, there you go. We're here keeping the light on every single day, and now you are you are champions. Congratulations to you. Uh Danny Bowley, the manager of the championship team, Brody Brooks, and the rest of you. Tell Lewis, you know, uh hopefully he caught up on his on his winks and congratulations. Tell us congratulations to him as well, please. We'll do, sir. Mind. You bet. That's uh one last round of applause. Yeah. For the Little League Champions of the World from here in El Segundo, California. We are back with your phone calls and more. Max Crosby of the Raiders still to come as well. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Battle Creek, Michigan, 1963. Kellogg's and Post, sworn cereal rivals, race to create a pastry that will change the face of breakfast forever. A wildly imaginative tale of ambition, betrayal, and menacing milkmen, sweetened with artificial ingredients. Unfrosted stars Jerry Seinfeld in his directorial film debut. It features a supporting cast of comedy greats, including Melissa McCarthy, Jim Gaffigan, Hugh Grant, Amy Schumer, Max Greenfield, Christian Slater, Sarah Cooper, Bill Burr, and many more. Streaming right now on Netflix. When was the first time, Mike, that you met Al? Do you recall that? Uh, in Lake Placid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I ended up having the pleasure of working with Al and Ken a few Olympic games, uh, um, you know, after when I was when uh, I was a commentator. So um, we consider him, you know, part of our team. Whenever, you know, our team has a reunion, and we haven't had many, but we always try to ask Al to come because uh, he's like an extended member of our family. Well, I, I feel like the mascot. I'm like the San Diego chicken <laughs> with you guys. I mean, you you guys wrote the script. I just happen to have, you know, the, 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 the uh, coda on it at the end of the game, but... Uh, you know, inside the game itself, Mike, you know, when you think about the fact that people always forget that you guys were able to overcome three deficits. It was one nothing. It was 2-1. It was 3-2 Soviets. You get the the, uh, the game-winning goal, as it turned out, the tie-breaking goal, the 10-minute mark. But the other thing, as you well know, so much of that game was played in the United States. And people forget the Soviets had 39 shots mm. on goal and the United States had 16. Right. And, I, you know, it's funny. I saw the game the other day, Al, for the second time since 1980. And it, it was amazing to watch the last 10 minutes, though. When we took the lead, I think they only had three shots on goal in the last 10 minutes of the game. Mm -hmm. um, so I was surprised at how well we played once we once we got the lead. And then the other thing that people don't remember, and I and I, and I tell them all the time, is we didn't play just one game. You know, we, would, we were behind against Sweden. We were behind against the Czechs. We were behind against Norway. We were behind two against West Germany. Right. We were behind against Finland and, and still found a way to come back and win. And right. I think that's just a testament to, you know, we, we weren't lucky. It wasn't a fluke. We had some pretty good players. Our speed, our conditioning, our youth uh, all came to, to a head right there in, in our advantage. Oh, yeah. I guess just insert Curacao for the Russians, and you just saw a championship team. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was a lot of fun. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by, uh, just like the uh, Little League World Series champions just did. 
How was, much fun was that? That was amazing. That was, amazing. That was so cool. My favorite player amazing. is Lars Newtbar because he dates my older sister. Is I not know. what I expected. <laughs> oh my god, that was incredible. <laughs> that was, I didn't realize. I knew like George Brett is grew up in El Segundo, so I, that's the name of the field in yes. El Segundo. Yes. So it makes sense that the it was the coach's favorite player. Yes, but the Lars Newtbar twist. <laughs> that was incredible. How was it? That was so much fun. Oh, man. And it's interesting what you said. We didn't talk about Noah Lyles, the fastest man on planet Earth, saying NBA players calling themselves world champions, get out of here, because he actually does take on the world. Yeah, um, It's a global game. I mean, half the league is orders. Well, you know, that was – it was – Dame Lillard pushed back, right? Durant pushed back. Bunch of people pushed back. Bunch of people. And and I understand that we all here in America think we are the world leaders in absolutely everything. Well, um, but truly, like which sports leagues outside of our country could rightfully call themselves world champions? You'd have to say what the rest of the world calls football, right? Soccer, Soccer, Premier League, or Bundesliga, or just name any yeah. any any top flight, right? You know, top flight football for what we would league, call yeah. soccer football, soccer league. Yep. They could call themselves world champions, I guess, if they're the, world Cup. the champion. They call themselves the Champions League. Yeah, there's when, when you, a world when you crown Cup. the Champions League, there's a no. world. Well, I mean, World Cup's different. Yeah, because that truly is the whole world. I'm talking about a. Regularly played. Oh, it calls themselves. Oh, yeah. Well, the Champions League is the league of champions from, from everybody from around. Like yes. so, that you could call them right. world champs. They right, call right, them right. Champions League. I, I don't think, with all due respect, Inter Miami, despite how they're playing right now, would take the, out the winner the of the NBA Champions League. Is the best basketball That's league what I'm in saying. the world. That's what I'm saying. So. And Major League Baseball, with all due respect, I, I mean the World Baseball Classic showed. But there's a lot of major leaguers playing for every team in the world. Don't you think the best baseball team on planet Earth emanates from the World Series champion? Yeah, I do. Okay. Don't you think the best football team emanates from the National Football League? Obviously. The best NBA. Like, could there be a team overseas that beats the Denver Nuggets? Well, I mean, the Denver Nuggets' best player is international. Is international. So. The two best players are in the match. I mean, well, I mean, technically, I mean, Jamal Murray's Canadian. Canadian, yeah. So Giannis, <laughs> right. Luca. That's what I mean. It's the Embiid. NBA is a global league, so calling themselves world champion. The I last never, three MVPs have been foreign-born players. Oh, and LeBron's from a different planet. Yeah, he's an alien. So <laughs> honestly, I, I National Hockey League is there. A, is there another hockey team that would beat? The Stanley Cup champions. I would say a majority of players, though, in the NHL are foreign. That's board, what I'm saying. So, so that's why they all come here and play in this league. Yeah. That's what I thought when weird, I heard weird that. Take by Noah Lyles. Well, I mean, I understand. He's like, hey, I'm in a competition where I'm beating someone from Finland, for instance. You know, I'm beating someone from well, Kenya. Or I'm beating right, some, right, right, right. You know, I'm beating someone from the world. So when I'm a world champion, that's what I can call myself. It's his point, but. They will not have, as I said, they don't have that problem. They beat teams from. No, I know. Because it's an international Canada. competition, yeah. welcoming the best teams that have won their competitions Europe, internationally. Sure. So, yeah. Right. And, I mean, th- this kid, uh, Louis Lappy who is, I guess, 6'1", 
or 6'2"? Six 6'1". Six he's yeah. the one who hit the walk-off home run, but he's also like, uh, I'd like a picture with him and Otani, you know, when they do go visit the Angels, because he threw five and one-third innings yeah, he was, of, uh, he throw of three-hit ball hour, with right? ten strikeouts against yeah. Texas. Texas had beaten them. Two to one, El Segundo. So right. El Segundo won this from the losers mm-hmm. bracket for yep. the, that had to face a bunch of elimination games, including right. against Texas. They came back around to take on Texas as the U.S. champion. Texas went through the winners bracket. They had to beat Texas again, um, and they did it. And they lost to Texas two to one. Lappy hit the solo shot for the one, mm-hmm. and then he came back and he had five RBIs, including a three-run homer. Didn't he have and a, threw five and one third innings of ten strikeout baseball. Yeah, guy's a beast. But I mean, the kid that sets it up, Brody Brooks, and how about them giving that that kid uh, Max Baker grief for he set it up by giving up the grand slam? They were up five one. I mean, it felt so bad for that kid when that happened. But it's about baseball is about picking each other up, man. Yep. All sports are, obviously. Jeff in Detroit, and my apologies for letting you sit there for two and a half hours without working your call in yesterday. So you're, fir- you're first up today. What's up, Jeff? Oh, that's quite okay, huh? You know I enjoyed the banter between you and the boys. The show yesterday was so fire. Thank you. Mike Tomlin gives you gold. Oh. And Coach Tomlin gives you gold. Every time. Every interview, man. You guys are really, really on fire. Thank you, and sir. And I love you and your NFL form. I promise you. I promise you. Thank you, sir. Listen, uh, the kid that you just had on there, didn't he have kind of like the Patrick Swayze type of hairdo from uh, what's name? I'm looking at that guy's hair. Yeah, very roadhouse grill. Man. Yes, a very roadhouse grill, I, agree. I imagine. Yes, I agree. The Trey Lance trade, I wanted to talk about that a little bit. In my opinion, it's a win-win. Because in essence, what you do with Brock Purdy is you throw the keys on the desk and tell him, listen, you're in charge now. Everything is up to you. You know, and there's no better feelings, huh? We just got finished trading Trey Lance. This is your team. Let's see what you're going to do. You know, and I honestly believe that they made the right decision. On the other hand, Dallas is in a pretty good position because we all know at the beginning of the season, there's always a need for quarterbacks. And I wouldn't be surprised if somebody will come knock on Dallas's door when they need one because it's always a need for quarterbacks. You know, unfortunately, you know, things happen at the beginning of the season. Things don't work out. So, you know, my question to you is this, though. Mm-hmm. Who has the better season statistically, Trevor Lawrence or Brock Purdy? Well, I think it'll be Lawrence. Uh, I think Trevor Lawrence will have a better season statistically. I don't, I don't think statistics are Purdy's uh, magic. I don't think it's in his bag. Uh, I, Chris, look this up, and thanks for the call, Jeff. Uh, and as always, the thought-provoking question at the end. Um, I don't believe Brock Purdy had a 300-yard passing game last year. Uh, I don't think any of his performances were 300-yard off the charts. Um, I don't think that's his superpower. His superpower is processing and not making the mistake and putting the ball exactly where it needs to go. Yeah, he had 284 uh, in Week 17 against the Raiders. So. Yeah, that, I, so you want to talk statistics? Oh, they did, he did have three thirty-two in the playoff, in the playoff game against Seattle. Yeah. Okay, so one out of so one out of okay, yep. one out of twelve games. So in the regular season, he didn't have one. Right, not in the regular season. Uh, so that's that's not his superpower. But he had sixteen touchdowns combined, and puts only the, and only four picks. He puts the ball in the end zone. He takes care of it, and he administrates the offense in the manner that uh, Kyle Shanahan appears to want it administrated. 
So that's 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 what he does. And uh, let me just one more time. I I again, when you trade multiple picks to move up to the third overall selection, you have to get that pick right because you're normally going to lose your job if you don't. That's the way it works in the NFL. That's what coaches and general managers who make that big trade usually know. You better get it right. And I think the fact that the 49ers coach and general manager are not feeling any heat in their seats is why the San Francisco 49ers are one of the more successful franchises in the NFL right now. That's the way I'm choosing to look at it. Did they get the pick wrong? Well, based on the results, based on what they got out of Trey Lance, based on the fact that what they got for Trey Lance, the fact that, they ha- that they're trading him at all. I mean, think about it. A third overall pick that you trade two future firsts for is gone with just four starts before he starts his third season in the NFL. One year after being the we're going to live and die with you starter of the team. And part of the reason why he's gone is because they drafted the final pick of last year's draft with a guy at the position who got the opportunity and didn't get hurt right away like Lance in year one and year two. He eventually did get hurt. But he had enough time to prove he's got it. And the fact that they're going with him instead of forcing Lance in there because they have to see what they have in him because they gave up so much to go draft him because they have to see what they have in him despite what Purdy showed and what he's gotten in terms of respect within his own locker room, they have to go with Lance because they got to save their jobs. That's the alternative here. They have to do it. Because if they don't, if they trade him for a fourth-round selection on the eve of his third season there, they'll admit they missed. And the boss will see that and start questioning everything else that they're doing. And if Purdy doesn't work out, They're all out, and the house is clean. That's not going to happen. Or at least there's no threat of it happening. What if the alternative is that Shanahan saying, yeah, that kid that definitely doesn't look as crisp and sharp and ready as Sam Darnold. You don't lose your job here due to injury. So, Brock, we saw what you did last year. And we know what you can do this year. And you look ready. And the locker room loves you. But sorry, we've got to go with Trey Lance week one in Pittsburgh. Because if we don't, my ass is on the line here. Hmm. How many times do you hear stories like that in the NFL? Multiple. A lot. So I'd like to kind of zag here when everyone else is zigging and give the 49ers management team credit for having the cojones to make the trade and then admit they're wrong and get out of it 
and go with an alternative that's better because they also do know what they're doing in the draft or they got lucky in the draft and developed a quarterback. The Rich Eisen Show presents higher register. Um, I, I, no, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying here what I mean. But I mean, if Purdy doesn't take him to the Super Bowl, then what? Well, I guess we can deal with that then. But if Purdy keeps them on a Super Bowl track, then... Or what if Purdy comes back down to earth and shows why he was the last pick in the draft? Uh, then then they're going to maybe have some accounting to do this year, but yeah. then, then it'll all be on the line next year. Or they'll go with Sam Darnold and see what he's got. And maybe he is the next Steve Young. <laughs> and then that all of a sudden be. he's in a spot that That'd he wished incredible. he could have been as a third overall pick that Lance... Wished he might have still had in San Francisco, but his opportunities, unfortunately, went by the wayside. I'm kind of just saying here again, even though I did kind of go higher register, I'm I'm saying that in the manner that I, I'm not saying it because I, I need to say it to believe it. I'm saying it that way because I don't hear anybody else saying, hey, good on them for doing that and for Jed York to let them run the risks here at this show. How many times do we say, you know, no idea is crazy, right? Brian Cranston came on the, uh, on here, said years ago, and it stuck with me. And I think all of us, best idea wins. Doesn't matter whose idea it is. If it's a great idea, you can employ it and use it. And we, we, we do segments here every now and then. They don't, you know, hit, but we ran the risk. It was worth it. We tried it. But and, and it's a healthy environment where you let someone run a risk and if it doesn't work out, if everything else is a winning strategy, then let's move on with what we can do with the new idea. I think that's a healthy way to run an organization. Certainly healthier than one and dunning Tom Sula and then Chip Kelly <laughs> back in those days after Harbaugh went. They're going in the opposite direction. They got one guy and coach that they believe with and one guy and general manager who works well with that coach, and they're going to keep going with it because they're, they've got a championship team otherwise and might have one with Purdy. I was thinking that just last night. I'm like, they, they could have just sat there and said, hey, locker room, we're going with this kid who clearly is not as crisp and as ready as everyone else in that room because we need to prove we're right. More important to us to do that than make a decision that's even bolder that may be the right thing for everyone collectively. I've seen that many times in my 20 years in the NFL, but the Niners aren't doing that. They're like, all right, we're trading him for a fourth. We know that people will say that we're crazy or we don't know what we're doing here, but we're going with Purdy and then Darnold. And then if we get down to Brandon Allen, we're going to start, you know, sacrificing something here because there's a, a football god that's trying to <laughs> take us out. Eight four four two zero four Rich number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. More of your phone calls when we come back. Max Crosby is going to be here uh, on the show in hour number three. The Las Vegas Raiders getting Josh yes. Jacobs back in the mix, and don't forget, Max Crosby was a guy who was sitting in a car with him. On the day that the um, on the day of the deadline of giving teams uh, giving players long term contracts or having to play on the franchise tag, so that is coming up in hour number three here on the Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. Back with more in a moment. 
Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, back here on our program. No, normally, we don't, you know, do this with our guests in a green room. Um, but uh, when there's 12 12-year-olds coming, um, I just want to make sure that we're stocked up. So we that was our before photo of our green room um, fridge. Now, let's see what the damage was. All right, it's not too bad. A bunch of parents. Not bad at all. Okay. There's probably 20, 20 people Oh, there. so Laquan Spindrift, not really popular with the youngins. Imagine that. They're 12. They wanted pizza and candy. And Sunny D. And Sunny D. And, and Capri great, Sun. purple stuff. <laughs> and Kool-Aid. There you you go. know what I mean? <laughs> All right, guys. So you, you, you can say that we were right. Or I could say. Exactly. And heaven forbid you give us any credit. Oh, I'll give you credit. For knowing what the youths want. <laughs> youths. <laughs> the two, the 12 youths. 12 youths. <laughs> He's a youth? Hey, all I know is Susie and I kept a monster-sized Hot Wheels set up in our spot specifically for when your son comes over. Okay, okay. Months, for months. Come on. For months. What do you mean, come on? <laughs> Are you trying to turn this around on me? Yes, sir. <laughs> Did you have pizza? <laughs> to, show, to show that we know what kids like. I know what kids like. He's three. He's not 12. I know that. He likes anything. <laughs> exactly. I was going to be like, exactly. Lemonade. <laughs> My son makes lemonade with him. Lemonade. The cool, refreshing drink. Lemonade. Who's calling me during a show? Like, who is calling me? Yeah, how dare they? What do you mean? You're always on your phone. Yeah, yeah but yeah, he, his, his friend yeah, should know, know he's doing a radio TV show right now. Yeah. And I'm working when Answer I come in rich. here. What do you mean I'm... What do you think? I'm just, I'm, I'm, just I'm, saying, I'm looking at cat videos when I come in here. No, that's no, what I'm doing. I know Rich. that. What he's that's doing. what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Give me a break. <laughs> that's uh, definitely here me. we go. Uh, back here <laughs> on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, um, uh, let's take some phone calls. What do we do? Uh, all right, let's do this. Nick in Ontario, Canada. You're hey. here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Nick? We're, we're international. <laughs> hey, it, uh, it's an honor. Pleasure ah, and an honor thank to you. be on your show, sir. Thanks for doing it. I'm uh, very much looking forward to seeing you on my TV every Sunday in the next couple weeks here. Coming up. 
A couple quick things. Chris, big fan of your wife. Thank you. uh, Me too. Sorry you're a Patriots fan. Okay. I'm sorry Um, for 28-3. Big Sarah Tiana fan. I've actually... I've actually been talking to Chris back and forth on Twitter recently, uh, slowly making my way through succession. Okay. Yes. All right. We uh, we have just just the finale left. Okay. Oh, well, my goodness. don't want to spoil any more, but oh, uh, what's on your mind today, Nick, outside of all that? Outside of all that, uh, my Falcons are on my mind. Um, been, been a suffering fan since 98. Uh, um, when we first lost the Super Bowl, obviously lost another one in there as well. Um, but I think our time is coming back. Uh, and I think the, the league needs to look out for my birds this year. Um, well, we have, I, we have here on this on this show have given them um, the... the have, I, TJ, I, not so much. No, TJ, who did you have when you had the Saints winning the NFC At South? The Saints? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's as good a pick as any, I understand. But Bro- Brockman and I, uh, I, again... If if Desmond Ritter is a guy that can be the two-way threat in Arthur Smith's offense, similar to Tannehill, just to use that uh, analogy from his Tennessee days, um, and Bijan is as talented as we think he is, to go with a thousand-yard rusher from last year who's returning, and Cordero Patterson, who can maybe score on, on special teams, um, and the defense, by the way, and thanks for the call, Calais Campbell's on that team. Okay, everyone's kind of forgetting about that. It's another one that nobody talks about. So, and they perform defensively. That's I, I, I kind of just gave you the reason why I'm choosing, and you chose the Falcons to win the division. They lost some close games last year in some kind of weird fashion. They had the, the fumble stuff against the Chargers. How about the roughing that the passer penalty on Brady? The roughing the passer They had that stuff. game wrapped in Tampa. I know they were gift-wrapped one when D.J. Moore took his That's correct. Off. So it all evens out, sort of. But you got to figure they've improved at nearly every area. Mm-hmm. If the quarterback is as good as people hope, then that's, that's a 10-win season. Colby in Washington State, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up? That's line one, D.J. Mikey D. What's up, Colby? Good morning, Rich. It's an honor to be on your show. I appreciate Well, that's a lot of honors here. Your, right. your, your honor, your honor. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just working, man. I just wanted to call in and give a, a shout-out to my Seahawks and do a win-loss. To be okay, uh, before we do this here, um, so have we had somebody do the win-loss game while on the clock? Oh, no, I don't what think are you, so. What are you doing, Colby? What are you, where, are you, where are you working right now? Uh, I'm driving down up to 101 right now. I'm a truck driver. I own my own truck and trailer. Fantastic. I'm just, uh, cruising, got my headset on and ready to ready Northbound to and ball. down. Okay, here we go. <laughs> A hands-free edition of the win-loss game <laughs> with Colby from Washington State about his Seattle Seahawks. We have not had anybody do the win-loss game for the Seahawks yet. Nope. Home for the Rams, week one. That's a win. At the Detroit Lions, week two. Run game's going to be tough. That's a lot. One and one home for the Panthers. A win. Two and one at the Giants on a Monday night. Prime time is Pete Carroll's time. That's, uh, that's a win. And they're also in the home of their Super Bowl win in MetLife. Three and one coming off the bye at the Bengals. That's going to be a hard game. I'm going to take a loss on that one. That's a three and two record home for the Cardinals. I will take a win on that. Four and two home for the Browns. Win. Five and two at the Ravens. 
Another tough road game at the loss. Five and three, home for the Commanders. Win. Six and three at the Rams. A sweep of the Rams. We've got to win there. Seven and three, home for the 49ers on Thanksgiving night. Last time we saw that, we saw Sherman eating the turkey leg after the game. I think that's going to be on repeat. Uh, Winterspoon may be out there doing that at the win. Eight and three at the Cowboys the following Thursday. Big time, prime time win game right there. Nine and three at the 49ers. We'll split the series with them. That's a loss. Nine and four home for the Eagles. That's a loss. Nine and five at the Titans. I'll take the win. Ten and five for the Steelers at home. Big game. That's a that's a win. I'll take the win on that. Eleven and five at the Cardinals to wrap it up. We'll help them with that overall pick. That's going to scare scare me for futures to come. But they'll get we'll get the win on that. Twelve and five according to Colby. I'm on the one on one here in Seattle, Rich. I got a. Mariners are doing awesome. I think the Seattle teams are going to do something this year. Okay. By the way, the Mariners right now. Holy oh, man. Yeah, they, they smokes. Like, wakes up and they hits four. Another four-hit four game, game for Julio Rodriguez <laughs> with a homer. Thanks for the Thanks call, for Colby. Julio. You bet. I mean, the Mariners are en fuego, to like use DP's phrase. like like two games. Well, I mean, nuts. I, I would just take 5% of that for the Yankees right now. <laughs> Five. One. Are they still playing baseball? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, won last night, pal. They haven't folded yet. Look, you, you cannot welcome the Yankees into Detroit and not get their best. They're going to be relegated. Triple <laughs> A. That's right. Sox were up 4-3 and then gave up 10 unanswered. Altuve yeah, hit his, for the cycle. Yeah, Relegate the Sox and the Yankees. It was so bad. Just get rid of Altuve hit for the cycle, pal. Yeah. <sighs> Baseball's too long. Teams are going to make the playoffs. Yeah, so. That is embarrassing. 162 games. Max I Crosby nine coming up. This? Hour number three with Max Crosby coming up. It's how about this one? How about you want to talk about embarrassing? None of our teams. Oh, here's about it. embarrassing. How about the Mets giving Max Scherzer a video board tribute? They did. Come on. I did not know that. They gave Max Scherzer <laughs> the video because wow. the Rangers came, you know, are in are in are in Queens. Wow! They gave him a city, and fans booed. Eh, well, I mean, what do you think, Rich? <laughs> Look, hey, what, like what? Like what are you gonna do? Just spend a cup of coffee? You just gotta win twenty games over a span of two years, and and board. and take, you know. Ninety million of Steve Cohen's money, and you get a you get a video tribute. Is that is that like what's the threshold of a video board tribute? Hey, that's great. You were here for two great years, question. and you know you uh, yeah. you totally clowned the general manager leaving, saying how they don't plan on buying anybody this off season. Like twenty twenty five is their big year. That's what you say going out the door, leading people like me to go. Oh, so you're not in Otani? You're not in on Otani? Is that what you're telling me? Max Scherzer does that. At least he he had the, you know, at least he had the back of the locker room and Buck by saying all the stories that the locker room was a problem was wrong. Maybe he was just feeling all aglow from that video tribute. <laughs> you know what they should get the next video tribute should be on the scoreboard? Is the person who uh cashes Bobby Bonilla's checks for him. <laughs> the teller at the bank that takes his million dollar check and no, processes it. it. it Let's get a video, tribu- video tribute for that guy. Oh. <laughs>